Hi, I'm Lee, and welcome to the Energy Update podcast. This message is designed to help you navigate the energies of our current time with more grace, ease, and empowerment. You can see a video version of this on my website, leeharrisenergy.com, and there you will also find additional writing that gives you more of a sense of what's going on right now and how you can best navigate it. Enjoy. Hi, welcome to the update for March. And those of you who have been with me for a while or perhaps just over the last few months, you will have heard me speaking about this major identity shift that we're in as a world, but also that that affects us personally. And that's why so many people on the planet right now are making changes, some very big and dramatic, particularly if those things are long overdue or energy has been very repressed or suppressed. A very dramatic change is often what people use to propel themselves into their new reality. It can be a bit chaotic to do it that way, but it's often a rite of passage and sometimes it's the only way for people to make those changes. But equally, Change happens in very small steps. And one of the things that I've learned over the years is the smallest change that we can make can have a huge effect on our outside life. And if you want to make changes in a harmonic or a balanced way, perhaps you've learned the hard way from the chaotic kamikaze, I'm going all in way, then making regular small changes over the past year or so may have been how you are navigating this identity shift that we are in. So the identity shift can show up as you wanting to change location, change relationships, change the work that you're doing, or it may be a lot more internal than that. Things outside you may not need to change, but you're realizing there are patterns of behavior, ways of thinking, ways of feeling about things that are suddenly changing in you. When this happens, it can be a number of things. It can be exciting and thrilling. It can be disorienting, disconcerting. It can bring up fear and panic, and you can feel like you don't quite know where you are or who you are anymore. And sometimes that can happen all in one day. It depends who you are, where you are in the change cycle, and what life is throwing at you at that moment. So as I was tuning in for the themes for March for the video, one of the things that came to me is that this month, March, is going to be a time where you really feel the birth of your new identity. So those of you who've been in the identity shift for a while, the birthing of the new identity is going to start to show up in a much bigger way, beginning with this month of March and continuing through the year. So that can look like two different things. It can be very externalized birth, so for example, you might literally now be able to make the change physical that you've wanted to make for many months but haven't known how to do it. It might be that certain people, connections, opportunities come in to support that in the outside world and you suddenly look around and you're like, wow, this is what I've been trying to make happen for a long time and now it's suddenly taking form. Equally, for those of you who aren't yet seeing the form, it might be that you enter in March into more of a state of peace about the fact that you know that you're making the changes that you want to, you know that the birth of your new identity is here, and perhaps you're a little less freaked out by all of the things that you can't see or 
that weird feeling that you don't really know who you are anymore or you're surprising yourself in the things that are coming out of your mouth when you speak to people that you knew. So the real message around this energy of birthing the new identity that will show up in March is there will be a lot of grace around it and a lot of support and a lot less chaos than we've seen over the last year or so. Chaos is part of the times that we're in. It's part of the time of the transformation that we're going through. So a certain level of chaos, surprise, shock can show up throughout all of these years that we're in. But the feeling of a calmer nature in March, particularly as many of you have used the strong energies of the last few months to really rattle your cages or unsettle your cages, cages being our conditioning, our habits, who we used to be, who we thought we were, March, there is a real graceful foundation that is beginning to show up. And coupled with that, there is a really strong energy of grounded getting things done. This can be completely separate to the new identity birth, but at the same time, they do go hand in hand and they complement each other. If you've been procrastinating, if you've been not quite knowing what to do, if you have been wondering when things are going to get easier to concretize in your life, March is bringing with it a huge energy of getting things done. When I work with entrepreneurs and healers and creatives on the work they're doing in the world and forming and strategizing around the business aspect of what they do, I tend to give them a, a breakdown formula that has worked very well for me and it's something that I stumbled across many years ago. I learned that to get things done on the planet as a creative and as an entrepreneur, you need to have three aspects of behavior or ways of being behind your projects. So there's the visionary, the architect and the builder. The visionary is the part of you that goes, oh my God, I've got this great idea. I am gonna write a book and then I'm gonna turn it into a website and then I'm gonna turn it into a project that other people want to engage with. So it's great, you know, you, you're in the visionary mode, you're either at a retreat or you're just by yourself or you're being intuitive or it's after a meditation or something. Something opens up, you get this great download, it feels great. You rush and you tell everybody about it, all that stuff. It's great, visionary is fun. Being a visionary feels very alive and very magical. But then you have to make it real on the ground if it's the right thing for you or the right time. So then you need the part of you that is an architect to be able to strategize, well, what's the map of getting this done? Okay, so first of all, uh, I'm gonna need to learn how to self-publish the book or I'm gonna need to find a, maybe a literary agent if I want to go the traditional publishing route. Um, then I'm gonna need to carve out some time. I'm gonna need to put some time on the calendar where I can actually sit and write the book. Then I'm gonna need to look into a website design and I'm gonna need to maybe find a designer. So you draw the map of how this is gonna get done, this vision. Then you have to become the builder and the builder is the one who has to sit and write the book, who has to have the emails with the designer about how the design is going, who has to literally go and make the book happen if you're self-publishing or work with the publisher. So most of us, in my experience, are quite good at two of those three, and we usually have a third one that we need to develop. 
I know for me, I wasn't a great architect many years ago. I was a good visionary and I was a good builder, but archi the architecture of things was something I had to learn. And you know, my work has really taught me that um, over the years. And the thing is, we tend to change in those roles too, as we go through different phases of our work in the world, our life, different needs and demands. We might become a really good builder after years of not really enjoying being the one to get things done. So the reason I bring all of this up is some of you may have had great visions over the last year or two. And if you have a really good strategy and a really good structure, it's gonna be very easy to get the building done this month. And I always say that sometimes when we aren't going to develop a certain aspect of ourselves, we can find someone else who just can't wait to be the builder in our project. Maybe you're a brilliant visionary and architect and you're feeling like you're sabotaging yourself and you can never get things finished. Maybe you just have to really put it out there in a bigger way that you're willing to have a builder come in and help you. You're either gonna hire this person or you're gonna go into business with them on a project. And sometimes we sabotage ourselves from getting things done because we're unwilling to either develop one of those aspects of ourselves that the project needs, or we're unwilling to trust someone else to come in and let go of our control or our perfection issues. Well, the good news is March is gonna come with a whoosh of getting things done energy. So if you aren't getting things done in March that you wanna get done, it's also gonna light a fire underneath your inner saboteur and it's gonna create a few interesting reactions for you emotionally, energetically, and perhaps practically in the world that slightly force you towards grounding some of the things that you want to ground. And remember, this doesn't have to mean you ground a massive vision. It might just be the part of you that's been procrastinating about wanting to change something in your diet or your relationship to your physical body or a friendship that you've been avoiding having a tough conversation in there's gonna be a propulsive energy in March about making grounded changes. So enjoy, because it will be fun. The next theme is love is a superpower. Uh, isn't that the truth? And how I interpreted this when they were giving me these themes earlier was a couple things. So love is a superpower and I'm a big believer in fierce love. We have to protect our love and the energy of love in the world. I think that's why so many people who are lovingly activist toward the things that they know need to change in the world, in their life, they're fiercely loving and wanting to bring their energy toward those things. But really love as a superpower in the month of March is going to be a very internal and felt experience. The energy of love is gonna be stronger in your life if you're able to slow yourself enough to see it, to feel it. And this is where, and I mentioned this uh, last month too, where our ability to listen to the world outside us is really important. We have to be able to still and quiet ourselves enough to feel that, let that in and experience it. So love is a superpower. See how that shows up for you in March, because that's gonna be something that's gonna be in the air and tangible and felt. And it may show up in beautiful gifts from people who love on you or, it can also really help with healing relationship fractures. So that maybe you have a makeup with somebody that you fell out with before, but equally it might just be that you're able to forgive and move on in your heart in a different way. So love as a superpower will show up in March. I mentioned time and the power in silence. 
really important to make time for silence. We're in a very stimulated and stimulating time. We're still very early into all of these changes the last couple of decades, and it's not going to slow down in the outside world. So we have to find the ways that we slow ourselves down. You might need to schedule moments of free time. You might need to leave a note or a reminder on your calendar or your alarm on your phone. Have you stopped and breathed for five minutes? And schedule those things if you're really struggling and feeling overwhelmed. There is going to be an incredible power in silence. And with all of the healing energy around at the moment, particularly this love is a superpower, if you can find ways to stop, be present, just short moments, it doesn't need to always be three weeks on holiday if we're regulating our nervous systems by regularly stepping away from stimulation. That's our responsibility and only we can do it. So it's a very seductive and addictive time when it comes to stimulation in the world. And that energy is in the collective. It's not just your own personal relationship to all the stimulation. So the power in silence, either finding people you can be silent with or taking silent moments to yourself just to really reset yourself and allow in some of the good energy that's around. And the final theme for this month is transmuting our shadow. The shadow energy on the planet is really strong outside us and inside us. And one of the things that I'm called to speak about this month is how we react to the shadows we see outside us, how we react to the darkness or the dark behavior or what we're seeing in the outside world. And again, it's really important to be a change agent around those energies, especially where you see that there is a better way. So I'm not talking about stopping your actions towards making the world a better place. I'm speaking very deeply internally about how we react, how we judge, how we defend, how someone else's actions or behavior or things that we see going on in the world, how when it enters our body, our psyche, our emotional energy field, how do we roll it through ourselves? And do we roll it through ourselves in a way that allows us to transmute it? Or do we defend and react against it? Do we get angry at the world? Do we get angry at the planet, angry at everybody else? Because that's just the first layer. Our anger response is a layer of defense, which is okay, and it happens, and there's nothing wrong with it. But can we also go a few steps deeper? Because when we are focused on the dark that we are pasting on someone outside ourselves, we're not necessarily taking that opportunity while we are focusing on it to see how we can transmute in ourselves and come back to a more compassionate place. It doesn't mean you have to agree with people's behavior, but it does mean that you don't just want to stop at anger or defense because that is how war energy perpetuates because then we want to throw it back. Can we feel what we're feeling and transmute it, whether it's crying the tears, feeling the grief, feeling what we feel so that we can come back to center? And that's gonna be strongly in the air for a big percentage of us in this group who watch this video this month. Noticing triggers around shadow energy and noticing being the key word. Not so much noticing what's happening out there, but noticing what's happening in here in response to the shadow that we're seeing. So 
I hope you all have a beautiful month of March. I hope you have a strong and a good month. And I trust that whatever the month is for you will be exactly what you need to serve you because you are your own master. In a moment, we'll play a short clip from this month's channeled and sound healing recording. It's called The Golden Age of Connection. It was recorded live at the Sacred Science of Sound. Myself and sound healer Geraldine Glass played her crystal bowls while I channeled. I also sang at the beginning and the end. And then Devor Bozik has worked his magic in his studio in Slovenia to add layers of sound healing to the recording. And that's for Portal members this month. So I'll play a clip of that with a beautiful video trailer from Rebecca in just a moment. We also have a few live events. So if you catch this video in time at the beginning of the month, we're going to be in Calgary on March 1st for Intuitive Power and we're going to be in Toronto. And so those are our only Canadian dates for the year. So if you're there and you can make it, we would love to see you. It's a really fun day. Uh, Stephen brings his Qigong. I teach on intuition. I channel. I take plenty of questions and answers. And then we're doing my entrepreneur's training, Impact the World, in Scottsdale, Arizona, April 1st to the 5th, with a small group. So the limit is 65 people for maximum attention through the five days. And it really gives you the tools and teaches you how to develop the mindset and the energy to hold a bigger place in the world with the work that you are doing, whether you want to be someone who is working with hundreds of people, whether your aim is to have a six-figure business or a seven-figure business. Authentic and aligned growth is the mission with Impact the World and the training. So if that resonates, we'd love to see you there. And last but not least, the portal is my monthly members community. I've heard people call it a sanctuary for sensitives, but we give you tools to help you calibrate the energy that you're experiencing and also go to the next level. So check out the portal this month if you want to hear the recording Golden Age of Connection. And until next month, everyone, thanks for tuning in. Big love and see you soon. Beyond comparing yourself to others, beyond putting yourself down against the achievements of others or the effect others have on a room. Beyond that is you living in your full expression. There is always a little bit of resentment in comparison. But what we will tell you, dear ones, is you living in your full expression, for most of you listening, is inches away from you. And the way you become more fully expressed is to monitor the moments when you are and celebrate them. And to be kind and forgiving to yourself in the moments where you feel you are not fully expressing who you are. And why do you think you were doing this? Because you were born into a planet that was discouraged from fully expressing itself. Fully expressed humans would have been dangerous to those who wanted to orchestrate the system in a certain way. But because of how frequencies have changed so rapidly on the Earth, their agendas can no longer hold. So the systems they built to contain you and hold you, and also in some ways support you, are breaking apart at the seams because you are growing out of those clothes. You are here as ambassadors of light, ambassadors of love, 
ambassadors of change. And the reason you are going to so enjoy the next decade, the dominant vibration for those of you who identify as conscious change makers is going to be one of experiencing flow, love, magic, gratitude, synchronicity, and the ability to create wonder in your world. So breathe into those beautiful bellies of yours that your society will often encourage you to hold in for photographs. How ridiculous, huh? You should be celebrating your bellies. You should be celebrating these bodies that walk you through life. And we will come to know this In the golden age We'll rediscover who we were You'll feel the love you held then Your arms will open wide golden world occur away from home you're never away 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 from home Never away.